2: All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560.
3: And we're back. You are listening to Drive Radio. i
2: got Steve Genos and
3: Dennis from... (laughs) Dennis, <laughs> from extreme. former extreme. Former extreme, Yeah. Um, still part of the group. Still part of the group. Still doing the radio show after so many years. Mm-hmm. So we'll go right to the phones with Eric from Denver. How you doing, Eric? Yes, sir. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. You guys
4: got a wonderful show, man. I'd love to listen to you. Well, well thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Um, hey, you guys, I got a question. I have a real old car. It's a 79 Pontiac Le Mans. And there's a, a bumper hitch, a trailer hitch that was put on, and it was put on in the early 80s from the original owner of the car. It's been there for years, and it's a pretty hefty uh, trailer hitch. He used it to pull a Winnebago all the way across Canada, and for years he had it on there. But uh, um, I have to take it off and I'm a little worried about taking it off. I was thinking about calling one of those mobile mechanics to come out and take it off. Is, is that a good idea?
3: Well, is it bolted on or is it welded on?
4: Well, in the front of the car, it's bolted on. Those bolts are fused though. I don't think they're gonna come off. And in the back, there's a small cross beam that goes from the passenger side to the driver's side. And it's butted up against the back of the car, and they welded it to that. So it's welded on in the back, and in the front, it's bolted on with some big old giant
5: bolts. But they're fused, though. So you have a trailer hitch on the front of a Pontiac Le Mans? On the back. Okay. Oh, in the front part of the trailer hitch. Oh, I was was misunderstanding. Oh, sorry. Okay.
3: Well, if you take those bolts off, does it look like it'll come off?
4: Well, I don't think those bolts – I don't even want to touch them. They don't look like they're going to – Come loose. I I don't see how I can, even if I started spraying them with, uh, uh, you know, penetrating oil. I don't think those bolts are even going to move. I think that thing has to be cut off with a blowtorch.
3: Well, you might have to take it to, like, U-Haul.
6: Something like like that,
5: yeah. yeah. You might be able to get a Sawzall in there, though, I was thinking – that would be the other way of yeah. just cutting it with a saw. So you know, cut out the main sections yeah. of it and still leave the rest of it bolted up. Never... But
3: a technician might not come out just to do that.
5: Yeah, I don't know if that would be
3: advantageous oh. for them. They might not okay. come out because they're coming out to to work on your car a couple hours. They're not going to come out for that quick little thing. I think it would be easier to go to like um, U-Haul and where they install hitches and stuff.
4: Well, I, I actually, I called them, I thought about that, and they told me that they will not, they don't do anything like that.
3: Then, uh, then you're going to have to find, like, a guy who's a welder that would be willing to do it. So I'd have to find a welder to do that then? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Someone that's willing to cut it off if you want so, to have to cut it off.
5: You know, maybe a, maybe a muffler shop.
3: Yeah, a muffler shop might do it.
5: Yeah, a yeah, muffler shop would be the
4: Oh, one. okay, so a muffler shop might be my best
5: bet then uh. yeah they, they'll have the stuff to cut not only with a torch but with the saws all and those kind of things that might be the oh, easiest
4: way. i see so they're gonna have to uh drain them siphon the gas out then no
3: huh? well i don't know
5: uh i don't i would hope not yeah i, I mean b- before they cut it wouldn't they siphon the gas out mm, not, not necessarily not if depends on what they're doing where how close is the tank and everything
4: Oh, I see. Well, they work down there anyway all the time, don't they? Yeah,
5: they don't yeah. They don't normally drain gas.
4: Yeah. Oh, I see. That probably would be my best bet then, probably. Yeah, you're right on that. Go to a muffler shop. Okay, you guys. And then can I ask you a real quick question about the tank?
5: Sure. The fuel tank? Yeah, sure.
4: Uh, well, if I park the car level... I have to pour the gas in. Well, I have to pour the gas in with a gas can, and if the car is level, uh, I have to pour it in real slow. But it comes gushing out of the top of the tank. Uh, I I don't understand how this is happening, but it comes out of the top of the tank, and it comes gushing out of the back of the tank, like you know when you overfill a tank, it comes gushing out. You know,
5: so underneath the car, not out of the filler neck, out of the tank itself. Yeah, it comes
4: gushing out, out of the filler neck, and out of the top of the tank, both.
7: Oh, okay. It, oh,
4: both if if the car is level. Now, if I take the car and I park it on the street, the car is tipped a little bit, you know, to one side. And then I can pour it in real slow, but it doesn't come gushing out. Now, if I pour it in real fast, it'll come gushing out, even if the car is parked on the street. Like, do you... This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Do you guys have any
3: ideas? Well, it sounds like your filler hose is probably sucked together. It's old, probably. Okay. It needs to be replaced. And then also your gas tank on top, there's a, a sending unit on top there, and the O-ring in there is bad.
5: Could be leaking from the top. There. Yeah,
3: so you need to probably change that O-ring. You'd have to drop your gas tank down and replace all the hoses that are configured with it, is what I would do. Oh.
4: Oh, okay, so you say that the filler tube is probably collapsed. Yeah. Oh, I see. And so and you then can't the, get
3: gas down in there. So that's the first place I would go. I would drop my right. gas tank down and replace all the hoses.
4: Okay, so, it, well, the, the the filler
3: tube is welded to the tank, is it not? No, there should be a hose attached to it.
5: Some yeah, are, I, Yeah. we're not going to remember on the 79 Le Mans. Yeah. Could, yeah, so, but... Uh, to, but s- some are some have, like, a little piece of hose between them.
3: Oh, and, and if it is, then there's something going on with your tank. There's something in there that's plugging it. Oh, I see. Is there a baffle in there that moves? Or? I don't remember on a 79.
5: Probably not on I'll- a 79. On a newer car, yes. yes. But there oh. also could be a thing called a rollover valve Yeah. that could be st- sticking, too. Um, so it, it could need some diagnosing.
3: You'd have to drop the oh, tank okay. either yeah. way. Yeah.
4: So anyway, when you uh, – there, there's a little uh, sealer ring, and the sealer ring on top is probably deteriorated then.
3: It sounds like it. It sounds like the O-ring's shot. Yep.
4: Okay. Um, is there a place that you would recommend taking it for the tank part?
3: I don't know too many people working on older cars anymore, yeah. to
5: be honest with you. That's, that's the issue, is it?
3: That- We've been finding that out.
5: Oh, I see.
4: Okay, well, I'll have to just start calling around. Yeah,
3: that's go. the best thing.
4: I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out. Okay, you guys, well, that makes sense. Okay, thanks a lot, bud.
3: You bet. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Okay, with that, um, we're close to a break. So, Eric and Chuck, you guys hang in there. We'll get you right as soon as we come back from this quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560.
8: <laughs> At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our drive belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And NAPA parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 NAPA auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at NAPA, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the NAPA auto parts store nearest you, go to NAPAonline.com. NAPA, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff, Napa Auto Parts.
9: As the cold comes in, don't let the heat go out. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC electrical and boiler needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. They specialize in HVAC, boilers, and all your electrical needs. This is not the time of year to mess with heating issues. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, focused on doing the job right at an affordable price. They are a top-rated home services company with a 100% satisfaction guarantee.
2: For a limited time, KLZ listeners who
9: purchase a high-efficiency American Standard furnace will receive a free air purification system. Terms and conditions apply. Call now for an estimate on your new furnace, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
6: You might be misinformed about your home insurance policy, and while you're making the claim, is not the time to find out. Paul Lewinberger knows this and will educate you about the types of home insurance so you can make the right choices. There are three different kinds of home insurance. Structural home insurance covering the outside, liability insurance for if someone gets hurt on your property, and contents insurance for possessions inside the home. Paul knows that the insurance money received after a big loss is often not enough for total loss replacement. In fact, with other companies, there is no such thing as total loss replacement. That's unique to Paul. Make sure your coverage matches your premium. Otherwise, you can't have the peace of mind that you should have with insurance. Work with someone who will make sure you have the right policy. Call Paul Leuenberger at 303-662-0789 to learn about getting coverage that gives you peace of mind.
0: It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go
3: to com. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio. We have the line open, 303-477-5600, and we're going to go right to the phones. We got Eric from Pueblo. How you doing, Eric?
7: Hi there. I appreciate you guys uh, taking my call this morning i'm i'm on the road so if i cut out i'll just call back lose you anyhow (laughs) um i got a question i have a my son has an o2 nissan Sentra, and uh, we bought this car a couple years ago it only had like eight thousand miles on it because it was owned by a little old guy that got old and put it in a shed and just kind of stayed there for years and that this car it's run great up to this point um but now it is. Uh, I just recently changed the plugs on it, and uh, it's starting to cut out intermittently. Um, just at at highway speed, it'll it'll die, and then at a stoplight, it'll die at times. And it's just at times. And I I test drove it the other day, and it ran fine. And I'm wondering if you guys have any ideas of this this engine. It's like a one. It's the 1.8. Uh, of that time, if there are any problems of that time with this car,
5: you're the you're the Nissan guy, huh? yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm
3: trying to think, um, I,
7: online I've seen uh, cam sensor, uh, you know, negative battery cable, uh, mm-hmm.
5: and you uh, know, I, things like that. Being an O2, are you getting any kind of check engine lights or anything? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and I well, actually that, that going helps.
7: up to look at it. Look at it now, and I'll hook it up and see if it says anything, and probably end up taking it to someone that knows what they're doing.
5: So, what? what co- so you don't know what code you're getting, though,
7: huh? Not, not yet. I, I'm gonna go up and, and uh put my little thing on it and see what it says.
5: Yeah, that, but, I mean, uh, really, honestly, without knowing that, it could it could be anything. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh,
7: I just thought maybe there was something of that. You know that. It, engine or that car that, uh, was, you know, a a little bit
5: of, um, uh, you know, like a throttle position sensor, throttle, you know, kind of like we were talking about on that, on that Ford with the other guy too, or the throttle body could be a little gummed up or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, idle air control valve, uh, similar stuff. They have a lot of things that are controlling the idle that, that are working with that. But the code is going to tell you the most, you know, it'll point you in the right direction at least. Yeah. uh, and then then you can go from I, there. But those are, the, thought, those are the common things that I see here.
7: Yeah, I kind of thought that would for sure be your answer. But I, I just happened to turn on the radio, and you guys were on. Yeah, a, it could be yeah,
5: a coil pack, too. Yeah. Okay. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Um, did every, it just happen after you did those spark plugs?
7: Yeah, that's that's my question, too. I just did the spark plug. Could be related to a coil
5: or something. Yeah, it, it's possible. Um, and it, it but do you feel it, it. Does it feel like it's misfiring, or anything like that? Do you feel like it's running? I normal?
7: haven't. I he he's driven it when it's happened, and uh, it's just at highway speed. It it kind of cut out and died, and he had to get off. And then at stoplights, it's done this a few times, and uh, hmm. he restarts it, and it 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 runs fine. Okay. So, I don't know. I'll I'll do the engine check and see what that tells me and, and and then I'll drive it down to the shop.
5: Okay. All right. I think that's a good way. Yeah. That's probably yeah. the easiest way. Yeah, yeah.
7: Well I appreciate you guys and uh yeah. and all the the information is invaluable when you're uh when you don't know what you're doing.
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I understand. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. <clears throat> Yeah,
3: the problem with that is it could be so many different things, and, and if he has a light on, then that's helpful. Yes. <clears throat> but it, it could be a coil pack. Okay. For some reason, that's coming in mind. Let's go ahead and go to Chuck from Frederick. How are you doing, Chuck?
10: I'm uh, doing pretty good, Guy. Thanks for taking my call. i got a kind of a dumb question.
3: No such what? thing. <laughs>
10: no. Well, no, okay. I have a 2011 Jeep Wrangler. Uh so being 11 years old, that engine bay and that engine has never been cleaned. It's looking a little grody. I kind of like to clean that up. I'm thinking about just taking a, a low-pressure power washer in there and cleaning up the engine bay and the engine. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of precautions would you guys recommend that I take before mm-hmm. I do that?
5: Uh, is that a six-cylinder? Um, there's got it has that little uh, you said 2011. It has that little tree of um, of uh, coil packs that are kind of on that one side. I I, I would kind of stay cover away this. or cover it would be might be best. Would like you use a rag?
3: Yeah, uh, I, you uh, know if you couple. just use like a red
5: rag or a, so, a towel or something, something just to yeah. kind of keep so as it, much water off as you yeah. can. Yeah.
10: Okay, I'm not going to get real aggressive with it, right. but, it, but it, it, it's looking a little grody, and sure. you know, I just like to get it cleaned up. So,
5: no, that's so. what I would do. Is I'd cover that up with a with a towel or a red rag or you know anything to kind of just keep as much water off as you can, and that would be the safest thing. Because otherwise, other than that, it, you're not going to do a lot of damage in there. You know, it, as long as you're not too crazy with it. But that that's where we seem to run into most problems. We get a, a little moisture gets stuck underneath that spark yeah. plug boot and then it starts misfiring and causing all sorts of problems. So right. as, as much water as we can keep away from that is the best.
10: Okay. Second question. I just built a nineteen sixty nine Bronco. Oh yeah? A budget build. I okay. had I had a two eighty nine left over out of the Tiger with a four speed and dropped it in there. Why am I having such a problem with the state of Colorado getting this thing licensed?
5: Oh, really? As far as um, well, so I mean, you're not passing emissions. I don't. Where would they be having a problem with it?
10: Uh, for some reason, in Weld County, they don't really appreciate the fact that this is kind of well. You don't have the original engine. You don't have the original transmission. Blah 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 but the VIN number is on the body and yeah. the body is back on there but they're giving me a whole lot of static about this thing and I don't understand why Did you
3: tell them what motor is going in it?
5: Why would they even ask?
3: They shouldn't know. I wouldn't tell them. I would just do the vehicle as the VIN. Yeah. And I wouldn't say anything about what I'm putting in it.
10: Well, okay. So all right. I'll they don't need to it. know that. All right. I'll, I'll try it that way. But.
3: That's yeah. what I would do.
5: Don't tell them anything.
3: Yeah, just tell them you want to title this vehicle. Yeah, sure.
5: I just want to title. You gotta have yeah. a jet engine as far as they're concerned. Yeah, either. but if
3: they ask you what's engine in it, I'd just tell them the original engine, you know.
10: Yeah. Well, the original engine was a six-cylinder. Yeah, so. that's
3: okay. Just don't – I would just tell them, yeah, that's – that's. I would tell them the original engine's a six-cylinder. Then Yeah.
10: Well, what if what if a guy built a rat rod? I am <laughs> How do they get those things? But changed?
3: that's different because you don't have a frame, you don't have a VIN or a frame or anything. You start building that, and
5: as, um, long, as, as long as your VIN matches your title, yeah, they don't even look at that stuff.
3: Yeah, because you could take a car and turn it into a rat motor, motor vehicle as long as you have the VIN number or the title. Yeah. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, it's registered just the and,
10: person I'm dealing with over there. I'll go try it again and see if I can get somebody Yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's
5: that's, what I would that's always the case when you go to the state too. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Uh,
10: all right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate
3: Thanks, Chuck. All right. Um, I just got this given to me. Okay. If you want to – it's Go going ahead. to be Go from ahead. you if you want to
10: – Oh,
5: oh yeah. You want to give away some tickets for the dinner? Okay. given them – for the Denver We're International re- Sportsman's yeah. Expo. Yeah, that's great. Oh, it's been rescheduled now. It's scheduled for the 24th to 27th at the Denver Convention Center.
3: Yeah, so who would like some tickets?
5: And you can call – the first caller can call and give it their your name, number, and Scott will – call them, and after the Sportsman in Colorado ends, give them some tickets. we got some tickets here. And they're given in? Oh, and they're sponsored by Geno's. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Even better. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is quite a deal. (laughs) Yeah, so say it out loud again. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to give away a pair of tickets to the Denver International Sportsman's Expo, originally scheduled for January 6th through the 9th, which is now scheduled for the 24th through the 27th at the Denver Convention Center. First caller to call in, we haven't got one yet. Going to call 303-477-5600 and I give Larry your name and number and Scott will call them and after the Sportsman Colorado show ends and give them, give you these tickets. So yeah, give us a if, call. If we don't call, then Steve will use these. So <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks, Scott. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Yeah, he's, he'll be coming up in the next hour. Yeah. So um,
3: we have three lines open 303-477-5600 Give us a call. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we've had a lot of different things today. Haven't uh, we? From uh, talking a lot about oils. and
5: Yes, oils and uh, a 79 Pontiac Le Mans, which yeah. is always interesting. Yeah. Um, that is a, a new uh, issue that we're having within our industry. Was that we're having difficulties working on older cars. Yeah. And it's part of the deal. And it, it's it's a, it's it's a economics. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find the guys that want to work on them.
3: And that know how to work on and them. And know how to
5: work on them. Yeah. And then and, and it kind of gums up the system a little bit because yeah. it's hard to get the stuff, hard to do the things. Yeah. So it's become an issue. I, I see there, uh, the future for the automotive industry. There will be a guy that will be a specialty in the old cars. Yeah. He'll be your guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, th- that's the only thing I can really think of that. Like, we awesome. have our winner. We have Our winner. Already, okay. so all right. <laughs> yeah, that was quick. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you
3: awesome. know, I had a call last last time I was on was a couple of weeks ago with John, and oh well, I, I took over because John wasn't here. Okay. And and I had a gentleman that used to come to the shop at Extreme, and he was looking for someone to fix his fifty five Chevy. Oh. And the guys won't do it at the shop. No. And, and um, so I had I've been to like twelve to thirteen shops and knocking on their doors to see if they'll work on nobody wants to work Mm -hmm. on the older cars
5: i I know the the place on south santa fe cars remember when but they're more of a higher end kind of thing are they so i think you're you know you're in you know that's kind of a thing where you're restoring it back to nice stuff so i think there's a there's going to be a middle ground somewhere that we're trying to find yeah um
3: and you got to find the guy that knows how to work on carburetors and stuff like that. yeah carburetors and i
5: i don't remember the last time i looked at one I mean yeah. a carburetor. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, it, it is changing world.
3: Well, we're loading three. We got three callers in, so we're loading those up. As we're loading those up, we'll just take a quick break and we'll come right back. So you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ five sixty.
0: Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance oil change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making.
3: BG.
2: J.C.'s 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, J.C.'s British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make J.C.'s British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. J.C.'s British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck. We can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call J.C.'s British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call J.C.'s British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com.
8: At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's
11: only one place to get the good stuff, Napa Auto Parts. Worried about rates continuing to go up? Tired of paying all that interest in your mortgage? Learn how with a simple interest mortgage you can keep half your interest. Join us at the Denver Marriott West, March 8, 6.30 p.m. by calling Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, or go to aimortgage.net slash news and events. If you have a $400,000 loan at three and a quarter, you will pay over $226,000 in interest. Ever thought? How is that three and a quarter? Join us at the Denver Marriott West, March 8, 6.30 p.m. by calling 720-895-0500, or go to aimortgage.net slash news and events. John Rush from Rush to Reason will be there telling you how the loan has saved him thousands in unnecessary interest and how he is paying off his home faster. Did you know by reducing the amount of interest you pay, you reduce your interest rate? Join us at the Denver Marriott West, March 8, 6.30 p.m. by calling 720-895-0500 or go to aimortgage.net slash news and events and start saving today. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender.
3: okay we're back we did have some winners on this tickets already that was quick so if you're listening um uh, give us a call 303-477-5600 we got a couple lines open and roy we're going to talk to roy he had a comment about the 79 Le
1: Mans. how you doing roy hey all right how are you good Glad to hear you guys uh yeah i got a uh went to a dii garage it's not strictly that but uh this company called gearheads down in colorado springs okay they uh they offer you know if they've got space they'll let me in and i pay for the space it was a bad day when i went out there to put in a heater blower but i uh, got in a conversation with the guy that uh took my money and uh or that i paid for the privilege of setting up in his garage um uh, and uh I talk to a lot of people, I ask a lot of questions. I'm an old school journalist, so I always get into conversations that lead to something else. But uh, this guy, I'm looking for his name now. Uh, well, he didn't put it on my invoice. Doesn't look like. Um, but it's Gearhead Garage, and he works on rebuilds, restores uh, cars in that era. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That, that, that Le Mans that that guy called in about, or right, was it the okay. GTO. Yeah. And, uh, thought I would just, if you want to, uh, put the number out, they're, they're really good people over there. Are Um uh, yeah. And, uh, in fact, I'm a transporter and he, I just, I mentioned that to him. He says, yeah, well, I got a car for you to haul to Florida. So I might be doing, doing more business with him. I don't know. Um, but I've also got a question on my, Five nine Cummins, but do you want that, should I give you that number on the air, or you want to pass it on to the guy, or what?
5: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will pass it on to. No, I don't, I don't want to give it to him on air. I, yeah. I want them to join okay. the show. Yeah, if, we'll, if, if they want to be advertised, them. if they want to come on the show, I, I we need a shop in Colorado Springs so bad yeah. for so long. Okay,
1: so, so I, I yeah. would, We'll I contact
5: look. them. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, okay. it's good to know.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's, it's Gearheads and uh, it's the shop for them and I can't remember his name. Doug on it.
10: Uh, that's okay,
1: but uh, yeah, if you call call down there, um, sure. That kid, that's sh- yeah, the kid that's the shop foreman. He's uh, and he, you know, you, you can tell when guys have this attitude about what they're doing mm-hmm. that is really really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's he's one of those uh, and, passionate. Is it is it yeah right? It, and you know when he's when he's telling you stuff, it's like he's very determined about. You know this is really true and i really do this because that was something else he said i don't do anything else i don't work on you know other stuff on you know outside of the shop he's got this thing going where he works on that era of of, uh cars
3: cool is it gearhead garage incorporated or mr gearhead
1: uh, no it's gearhead garage incorporated uh
3: okay
1: uh wolsey heights
3: yep okay i got it
1: yeah Yep, yeah, got it. Yeah. Uh yeah, ask Rhett. And Lisa will answer the phone. She's the uh let's see, what is she? I got she's the office manager. Okay. Yeah. And um they advertise as a DIY garage, but man, I don't know. Maybe those other guys in there were just working on their own cars. There were they've got four or five lifts in there that'll take just about any capacity. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh because I got a 5th i I've got a five nine Cummins. That was my second, second part of my call here. Okay, is that uh, I got a hundred and forty one eight ninety five on it today? Wow, and uh, never cracked the engine except putting on a new head gasket at nine seventy seven thousand, and um, that was a factory head gasket. Wow, um, yeah uh my other change outs i had a i had a good fedex mechanic he worked on the side for me and because i'm a transporter i'd call him up a couple days ahead and say this thing's going on he'd say go get the parts and meet me you know on tuesday at two o'clock at my place and i'll come and you know we'll do it uh he was doing side jobs he was um really good guy but um now he's, uh, transferred to North Dakota, taking care of all the FedEx trucks in the western side of North Dakota. And, uh, I can't get up there to, yeah. he doesn't seem too enthused either because, you know, he, he works on my stuff at his house and he did with a lot of other people too. But what I've got my question is, I'm, uh, the last gasket job I did with him that he did for me. Uh, that was a head gasket and all the uh inspection gaskets in the front main seal and all that um uh we didn't get around to putting the seals in the in the valves okay there's a w- weather t- weather turned bad and he says <laughs> now go ahead and drive it it'll be okay you might blow a little smoke and uh yeah i do blow a little smoke now and that was you know like 300,000 ago, probably. It was before a million when I got it, got that done. And, um, um, so I'm wondering, and I, he's advised me that,
10: uh,
1: other, other Cummins guys have said, just change the head out, don't rebuild that head. But as I'm looking around for, you know, heads to exchange and put on there, uh, you know, just rather than do a, a valve job, um, I'm seeing, you know, some of these things are Chinese and Chinese parts and stuff like that and it's like, yeah. Let me <laughs> the, Let me stop the you there because
3: if you go to do the heads, what's going to happen to yeah. the rings? You know, you you
5: probably at, at need a to million something, yeah. yeah,
3: you're going to have to go all the way if you're going to go partially, especially with that kind of mileage.
5: Uh. That's kind of our yeah. our feeling on that. Yeah.
3: Cuz like I had tow trucks um That we would do, we would do that, you know, we would, we'd push the pistons out, put new rings in it, new sleeves, uh, new rod bearings, main bearings, put it all back together and, and new, and rebuild the head and, and let it go. And it would go another, you know, long time. They would run for a long time because ours were up 500,000. Yeah. And then, you know, then once you did that, you felt the power come back too. Um, Yeah. Because, pardon, go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah, but those were on some Fords that I had. Um, and then the the Dodges, we just replaced the whole motor, and that was expensive. But, you know, um, I I would well, be cautious because if you go to do the head, I don't know what's going to happen to the rest part of the
1: motor. Yeah. Well, I was I was questioning. I've got a blow-by pipe on this. It's a 97, it's uh-huh. a 5.9, 12-valve. Okay. And I'm a transporter, and I'd talk to other guys that have these – these trucks and they'd uh, they'd say, yeah, I had I changed out the head at you know a million million quarter or something like that, and and they were still running doing good. And I haven't I haven't beat this thing too much, you know. I changed the oil over five thousand miles instead of fifteen. And uh, so my, my mechanic, uh, my FedEx guy, he says, now you'd probably be okay because we're not building up all that extreme pressure because they got a blow-by on it. And, uh, and other guys are saying, you know, change out a cam and change the head. And others have gone, you know, go all the way through it. I don't have the money to go through that thing. but I, uh, I think I'd leave it alone,
5: you know, at this point, yeah. personally. I, I, I'd, not, yeah, not. I, I'd not touch Unless you want to try to put valve guide seals in it. No, that's not going to do anything. But I, I don't think I would, I would crack it open unless you really, really. And I
3: definitely wouldn't put a new head on it.
5: Yeah, uh, personally. just yeah. In my experience, but uh, I am not a diesel mechanic. I can tell you that. Oh. <laughs> okay. I've worked on a few okay. Volkswagen diesels, but we're talking old Volkswagen right. diesels. So. But, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We did head uh, gasket on those every other week. So. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Well, I'm glad you told and told me that because once I got this truck. Uh, I said, I'd never go back to a gas or ever, even if it was a car. Really? And, uh, yeah, it, it just, I, I just love the diesel, man. I mean, it's, it's, I bought it at 231,000 and, uh, I've got 241 plus on it today. Plus a million. And, uh, so I run it a million and 10,000 miles. Wow. Uh, with, you know, no serious issues. It's all the peripherals, you know, starters, alternators like that. Yeah. Uh. But, you know, what, what I'm getting advised from just different places, if you're not diesel guys, then you're not clicking into some of these other cats that I've been talking. Some of them want me to, yeah, do the whole thing, put a bigger turbo on, blah, blah, you know, and yeah. we can crank it up to, you know, all this. And I don't want to, I don't want to get any more than maybe, uh, maybe 400 horse out of it. But I've been doing fine with that, with my transport and stuff that I've been doing. I've been doing fine with just factory horsepower and, and uh, factory exhaust and, and a pretty much a duplicate factory turbo. I replaced that last year.
3: Yeah, so I uh, I'm like with Steve. I'd leave. I wouldn't mess with, if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. You know, and if it's running good right it, now, I would leave it alone.
1: Well, I'm losing power and boost. I don't know about maybe turning up that turbo. If we didn't do that, we just slapped it on and I left. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not getting much boost out of it. Maybe maybe 10 pounds and i think the book says it should be around 2022 something like that
3: uh yeah you can crank that up a little bit but didn't be careful you know because your engine's got a hundred thousand or a million miles on it so
1: yeah that's yeah that's my concern right when we when we cracked that uh when we when we changed that head gasket back at 977 you know it was it was flat and good and um you know, it's an original head too. That's my thought. There is original head, and, and uh, if it's still flat and square, um, I don't want to. I don't want to get a remand from that's been you know milled or something like that. Yeah, that's what right. I, you know, yeah. All right, right. We got to uh, we got to
5: take a break. I am sorry, we're gonna have to cut you off there. But uh, okay, buddy. All right, all right. Thank Thanks you, thank for calling. You for calling.
3: All right. With that, we're going to take a break. we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560.
8: At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores.
12: In these difficult times, Arvada West Auto & Truck is geared up servicing and maintaining their customers' vehicles. Throughout the COVID disruption, they still manage to keep their staff busy every day. As a reminder, Arvada West Auto & Truck specializes in electrical, climate control, brakes, tune-ups, emission failures, exhaust, steering, suspension, drivability issues, and maintenance services. Come visit or call Arvada West Auto & Truck. 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly. Call Michael Bailey, the Mobile Estate Planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance.
0: Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what?
3: Okay, we're back. 303-477-5600 is the phone number. If you're listening to Drive Radio. We'll go right to the phones. Dennis. How you doing, Dennis? Good, Dennis. How are you? Good. Hey,
9: I wanted to make a comment about your comments about working on older cars. Oh, yes. yes,
3: yes. Please. I
9: understand there's a conflict in the industry.
3: Yes. But yeah. The
9: fact is that the fleet is the oldest it has ever been.
5: Right. Absolutely.
9: And I could see the point of drawing a line in the sand between OBD-1 and OBD-2. But other than that, the year shouldn't matter if it has OBD-2. And I'm not going to support a shop that will not work on my older stuff. They won't see my newer stuff
5: either. Yeah, that's a comment I've heard a few times. No, no, I, and I and I don't, don't blame you. That's kind of the the point in the sand where I went. I I went with OB two and newer is where I where I started, and um, and it just seemed to work better for me. Uh, and mainly, it was having the technicians to do it.
3: Yeah, because some technicians don't know the older stuff, and that's, and it's hard that, for them to work on that stuff. Yeah, because you're but, basically if if you're the shop owner, you're training these guys again, if you know how to work on it. That's
5: yeah that that's where it was ending up i had to be the technician doing it and that's really not where i should be focusing my time yeah but no i totally understand no i i, I agree with you and What's i'm even I,
3: talking cars back in the 60s 60s yeah. and 70s you know well, not only just i could see a, a yeah. shop not
9: going back that far
5: yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah no and it it is it's is hard but you know you, you think about it you know anything that's you know 96 and and older is at least what 24 25 years old now yeah no yeah. it that would be like bringing your car, your 1980 car, uh, you know, or, you know, in, in 1980s, bringing your 1950s car to you. Yeah, or, you know, so it, no, it, it is a challenge. That's what Dennis and I were talking about. It was like, is there's room in the industry to open up a shop that is can do that stuff? 96 and older. Or, yeah, and 96 or and older. Maybe that's the name it. of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or have a tech that
9: specializes yeah. in. You know the older stuff, and sure, sure. if he gets backed up two, three, four weeks, whatever the case may be, you know, so be it. But at least right. you're working on that stuff,
3: sure, right? Sure. Because
9: my buddy just bought a brand new F two fifty Ford diesel that's loaded. Wow! Uh-huh. Paid a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. isn't an animated sixteen hundred dollars a month for eight years. Oh
3: my oh gosh! My gosh. Oh, right.
9: I don't know anybody that can afford these new vehicles, myself included.
5: No, and, and I totally agree.
3: Before I sold the shop, um, a couple of years before, I sold. I had I bought a diesel um, tow truck,
5: uh-huh.
3: and it was a hundred thousand dollars. So you bought a tow truck for a tow truck for a hundred thousand. It had something it can do. It can make me some money. I can't imagine buying a. F- yeah. Wow commercial uh, just a, a a vehicle that i'm going to use to drive around town or pull my trailer or something wow for that much yeah.
9: yeah and you know i've kind of had uh this experience recently where uh you know i called around for an engine replacement on, two, on a 2005 Chevy Tahoe uh uh-huh. called three shops and josh at legacy was the only one that called me back
5: yeah oh, really yeah. That's great. I'm glad he's doing that, too. That's good yeah. for him. Yeah. that's, that's yeah.
9: And they were all Colorado Select shops, but uh, apparently they didn't want that much business.
5: It's a, yeah. it's and, a, and the it's
3: engines a, are hard to replace anymore because they yeah. take up so much time, and yeah. you can't make a lot of money I, on them.
5: I, I know in, in my shop it's it's a matter of size, a yeah. physical, physical size of our shop. To do yeah. engines is really challenging for us. Just... From the actual just having the space to do it, yeah. But uh, no, I I'm glad he did. I'm glad there's somebody in the group that will do that. Yeah,
9: yeah. He did a great job. Did he? Good. Did um, he. Good. Yep. Well,
3: thank you
5: guys. Thank Have you. Well, thank thank you. you. Thanks for your comments. I yep. do appreciate them.
3: All right, it's good. we got a line open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Michael from Cheyenne, how you doing? Doing
4: good. How are you guys today? Good. good. Uh, help me out with something, please. I I, I bought a. A twenty nine, uh, a twenty nineteen Chevy, twenty five hundred HD pickup, uh, last May, and it was used. But I need to find out the in service date. When was the original owner who bought it? Because I think I still got warranty on it, and I got a problem.
3: Well, that's and, easy. Just take your um, your book out of the glove box and call the one eight hundred number. Okay. And they, it, it's a Ford, right?
5: No, you did no that. Chevy. No. Chevy,
3: yeah. Just call Chevy. Just call the one eight hundred Chevy assistance, and they should be able to give you the customer assistance line, and they they will be able to give you. It's a one eight hundred number, in your book, okay. and and they can give okay. you. And I'm surprised it's not written in one of those books inside there.
4: It isn't. I I looked all over it, and I okay. didn't see it. But I
11: didn't, I didn't think to call Chevrolet. I called the Chevrolet dealer here, and they wouldn't help
3: me. No, they're no. not gonna. No. They can, but they won't. They it's, won't. It takes and a little it, bit
5: of work. And then. Um, but what if you is, call the customer
3: your, assistant number and have your VIN number ready and then when you call them they'll be able to tell you. What about your production right.
5: production date? Is it
3: it's not always well
5: still that would it, be so you may be out of your production date but not out as, as far as your purchase date.
3: Yeah, it depends on the day it was purchased as far as where oh. the warranty starts. And yep. you can ask them that cuz they'll be willing to tell you that. All right, I'm going to call them then. Thank you. Sure. You bet. All right. Yeah, cuz yeah, at, at the least. dealer, when I worked at the dealer, we did it all the time, and it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, because we wanted to get it covered, too, because if they well, wanted work done. It's,
5: it's customer service. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> called.
3: Yeah. All right, let's go to Mickey from Denver. How you doing, Mickey?
5: Oh, pretty good. Yourself?
3: Good. Good to hear your voice again.
13: Carl with uh, 79 Le Mans. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, if I remember right, this is a long time ago, they had a secondary small tube that came up from the gas tank to the filler neck
3: right
0: that
13: allowed for air to pass up through so that it wouldn't clog up right now if the, if the if you're sitting flat the gas might be clogging that tube or that tube might be restricted in some way whereas where he's got it tilted a little bit the gas ain't up there right does that make sense
3: no sure. yeah totally
13: All Right. That's a long time ago, but I remember a lot of them having uh, a secondary tube that fed back up to the filler neck so that air could come back up through so that you could gas up fast.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like in in a house plumbing that you have the tubes that go up to allow air to drain through. Air air
5: trap. Yeah, that that
3: tube was in there to do that. and actually comes along and it kind of turns into the filler neck so the air can come out the filler neck.
13: Okay, that's one. Yeah. And the guy that wanted to wash his engine, uh, Chuck. Yeah. Probably be a good idea to bag the alternator and the distributor.
5: Well, well, actually, that that year did not have a distributor that I remember for sure. But, yeah. but you know, that's that, that's good advice. I, I don't know about the alternator. As long as it's not running, we're okay. But it's not a bad idea to avoid it.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You just try to not skim over those. You just kind of skim over those real quick. And not hit the water with a ton of water, you'd be okay.
13: Yeah. yeah. But just uh, it don't take you know, it takes two minutes to put a bag over it. Right. No, I agree. All right. And news of the day, they're gassing the protesters up in, at the protests in Canada.
3: Are they really? Yeah, I heard I th- I heard at one point that they agreed with what they were doing and they said, Oh yeah, we're gonna go ahead and release this and let people just, you know, wear the mask when they want or if they want, and they weren't going to make it go. And then next thing I heard, they're going after all those truckers. Really? Yep. Yeah, which is sad. It's just a sad yeah, there's, thing.
13: There's some real strange stuff on YouTube yep. from the independent people.
3: Well,
6: have a
4: great
3: right. day. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. And we got our
14: guest here. What's
6: going on, gentlemen? <laughs> Not much. Yeah. Scott,
14: thanks for the tickets. You bet, you
6: bet. Yeah. Steve,
14: our Mike was a winner, and Marilyn was a winner. Awesome. All right. So, uh, oh, you gave out two sets. Listening. Yeah, Marilyn was really quick. And yeah, I like, okay. yeah right. you're such an easy guy. Yeah. Very generous of you. So we appreciate that from Geno's. How so, you. what thank do we you. got going on with Sportsman of Colorado next? <laughs> hey, man, we were in Salt Lake City last week, and uh, they had the Hunting and Conservation Expo. First time I'd been over there for it, and. Uh, Man, ginormous show. I mean, huge, huge, huge expo. And uh, a lot of great uh, gun, I mean, Weatherby. I mean, all these big gun manufacturers were there. A lot of our friends were there from Denver. Um, Mile High Note game calls, Davis Tent. A lot of our folks were there, too. But, I mean, it is a true, true, true hunting yeah guns expo you know and uh yeah they raised like two and a half million dollars at a banquet one night for conservation and things so i mean it's a serious deal and uh while we're there we got to meet some new folks too and today we're going to hear from some folks over in alaska pibas point lodge uh numa outdoors a clothing line and then greg ritz from hunt masters tv we got the interview so uh, we're going to do an opening today so but basically what our show is about we're going to be doing some of the the interviews that we had there last week live from the show. Oh, good. Oh, so okay. it'll be good. cool. Oh, how and neat. we are going to be giving away a pair right at 1 o'clock, so stay tuned. Stay Drive tuned. radio listeners, don't hang up. Never yeah. don't hang up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, you know, I heard you guys talking about earlier that Grand Prix auto, yeah. or Grand Prix there yes, on yeah. County Line. That did change to, like, an Indian motorcycle-type yeah. shop, but they still do service Polaris. Okay. They do service. So, okay. so it is an Indian motorcycle kind of shop now. Oh, is it really? Uh, Faye yeah. Myers. I want a rapo That's the one I've used. You know, yeah, I've, got and they've quarter, been around forever. over there last yeah. year. Yeah, and they've got a good reputation. But yeah, and
3: yeah. there's one up in Fort Collins, so you can yeah. go to it. Yeah. yeah, it's really close. So, so yeah. you guys gonna
14: enjoy the weather a little bit? Nice. try. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. beautiful. Now so some cold get, weather's coming. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, I was gonna tell you. I was driving, uh, driving in on 194 out in County Line 29 and 194 out in Elbert County, coming in, and there goes a whole bunch of turkeys across there.
14: Really? I know, man. Turkey <laughs> season's oh, coming up. We're getting ready. Is
5: that soon, then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that that cool. Start too, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to listen to your show
3: on the way all on. All right, good all deal. the way, right. yeah. So you've been listening to Drive Radio. Thank you, Steve, for coming in from Geno's. You. Give your information.
5: Oh, phone number is 303-794-6700. What's your address? 3593 West Bowles. All right.
3: So just remember, if you guys go to see him, let him know that you heard him from Drive Radio and sure. so he knows that that's where I'm spending my money and it's a good place. <laughs> and thank you for coming in. I appreciate sure. it. And thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Have a great day.